In chapter 71, David HaMalach writes the words, Va'ani tamed ayachil. I constantly hope to you, Hashem. Says the Malbim something amazing. He says, in general, people only hope for something when they're missing. When they're in trouble, when they need a lot of help, they hope that somebody or something will come to save them. But David HaMalach is writing, Va'ani tamed ayachil. I constantly hope for you. Because I don't just hope for Hashem when I need your help. Because I realize that I always need your help. It's not as if when I have a good day, I'm good on my own. When I have a bad day, I need you. I always need you. We realize that our lives are constantly in the hands of Hashem. And if Hashem would decide, God forbid for a second, to leave go of us, we would disappear. And therefore, I'm always hoping for you. Because I realize that I only have one lifeline to survive. And that is my connection to you, Hashem. Chapter 72 is the final one of the second book of Tehillim. And David HaMalach signs off when he writes, Kalu This is the end of the prayers of David the son of Yishai. Says the Redak, take note, it doesn't say this is the end of the Tehillos, of the praises of David. It says this is the end of the Tehillos, of the prayer. And the Redak writes that he's alluding to a time when Mashiach comes. And he explains, Tehillah prayers when we need success, when we need to be saved, when we need forgiveness. But when Mashiach comes, there's not going to be a need for any of these things. We're going to be forgiven. We're going to be successful. We're going to be in a good place. We're going to be in, a, in an ideal state. And we're not going to need tefillah. We're going to be free to do tehillah. We're going to be able to praise God from morning to night. But call it There's going to come a time where tefillah is not going to be necessary anymore because Mashiach will be here. And we're going to spend our entire day with tehillah praising God's name without a need to ask to be saved, without a need to ask for forgiveness, without a need to ask for success, simply praising God's name. Chapter 73 talks all about the difficult question of tzaddik v'raloi, why it is that there are righteous people that suffer, why it is that there are wicked people that prosper. But David HaMalach prefaces it with such an important verse, and he says, Mizmol Asaf, a prayer, a song to Asaf, Ach tov Yisrael, there is only good to the Jewish people, Elokim Levarulevav to those who are pure of heart. And the commentaries explained that what King David was saying, that yes, there was a point in my life where I didn't have the purity of heart and I still questioned what you were doing, God. But I realized when I got to the point of Levarulevav, when I became pure of heart, I realized that I don't necessarily have the answer, but there are no questions. Because Ach Yisrael, I believe with sincerity, with complete faith, that everything Hashem is doing is for the good of the Jewish people. I don't necessarily understand it, but I know that it's all good. One day I'll come to understand how Ach Tov Yisrael, everything that went on in the world, was only for the good for the Jewish people. In chapter 74, David HaMalach says, Lama Elokim, why Hashem, Zalnachtalanetzach, why have you abandoned us for eternity? Zechoiradascha, remember your nation. Kanisa Kadem, that you acquired a while ago. Says the Redak, though what's being referred to over here. So when we were in Egypt, we were in trouble and we were almost destroyed. We almost fell off the cliff. And Hashem acquired us as His nation, as His people. He bought us. He took us out of Egypt. And the Redak says that we're asking Hashem to buy us back once again. We're in exile for so long. And just like Hashem bought us and acquired us as His people out of Egypt, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, we're asking Hashem, Buy us once again, take us out of exile, and buy us as your nation, as your people. 
Remember the people, Kanis Akadim, that you bought so long ago. And we want to be bought right back out of this exile too. In chapter 75, the pastor says, Ki mo'ed, when the appointed time comes, sharam eshboy, I will judge you with fairness. Rashi says that what we're alluding to over here is something different. Ki mo'ed, the mo'ed is a festival, it's a yamtif. And what David HaMalach is saying to Hashem is, look at your Jewish people. Look what they do when they have a festival. Look at the way they celebrate. Instead of being like the nations of the world when they have a holiday, and we all know what goes down. What do we do when we have a mo'ed? We come together as a family. We celebrate in an elevated fashion. It's festive. It's lofty. We connect to the Torah. We go to our shir. We sit around the table and we praise God and we sing songs. And this is the beauty of your Jewish people. Just look at how they celebrate a moed. In chapter 76 of Tehillim, David HaMalach writes an interesting passage. Adam Toideka. For the rage of man will acknowledge you. You will restrain the remnant of anger. What does this mean? What's this referring to? So the Yerushalmi has an amazing interpretation of this passage. And the Yerushalmi writes that when a person is being punished, and a person has suffering in his life, if a person thanks Hashem for the suffering, and realizes that this suffering is good for the person, and a person takes it out of love, Ki chamas adam when a person merits to get to the level of thanking Hashem for the anger and realizing that it's not really anger, it's really allowing a person to be cleansed from his sins in this world instead of the next world, Hashem will restrain the rest of the anger. It could be the person would have been punished more, but because the person thanked Hashem for it, Hashem will restrain and hold off the rest of the punishment, the rest of the anger. In chapter 77 of Tehillim, David HaMalach writes, Ka'altov is roa amecha. You redeemed with your mighty arm, so to speak. B'nei Yaakov Yosef Salah. The children of Yaakov and the children of Yosef. Now the question is that we are not all children of Yosef. Our forefathers, the others are Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. But Yosef, we're not all descendants of Yosef. What does this mean that David HaMalach writes? That we're children of Yaakov and Yosef. So the Gemara teaches us that somebody who brings up an orphan inside their home and feeds them and takes care of them and provides for them. It's as if that person gave birth to that orphan. Because if we feed them and we sustain them, they become our children. And when we came to Mitzrayim, Yaakov was the one that brought them down and he was the father. But who fed us? Who gave us food in Mitzrayim? That was Yosef. And therefore forever Yosef is called our father too. We are all descendants of Yosef because he provided for us and he sustained for us when we were in Mitzrayim. In Tehillim Ein Ches 78, David HaMalach writes, Lechem Abirim Ochal Ish. That human beings ate the bread of angels. This is referring to the time in the Midbar for 40 years where we ate man, and man is spiritual food, it's bread of angels. Now we assume that this was a one-time thing, and we don't have access to this man anymore. This spiritual elevated food, we don't have it anymore. The Zohar HaKadosh writes an incredible thing. The Zohar HaKadosh writes, Chavraya, that people, the Mishtadli Ba'araisa, that work hard, toil in studying Torah, Yom Avalayla, day and night. The source of the food that sustains them comes from a place which is double as high as the source of the money. It's an incredible thing. Everything we eat comes from a source. The higher it comes from, the more it elevates us. Tamid HaChacham, and people who study Torah, the food that comes to our mouth sustains us from a place double as high as this amazing Lechem Abirim, this food that Malachim eat, we get food from an even higher place in the merit of our studying Torah.
In the Helamayin test, David HaMalach says, Al tiskalanu avonus rishonim, don't remember, don't listen to the original sins that we've done. Maher yikadmunu rechamecha. Your mercy should come upon us swiftly. Because we're very poor. The Zohar HaKadosh explains that this is the background of what's going on in this passage. When a Jew unfortunately sins, if Hashem wouldn't get involved, then the forces of evil in the world would grab the Jew and take him to a place where we don't want to land up. So what does Hashem do? Hashem says that I'm the one personally who's going to judge this Yid. And when Hashem takes the case, He's immediately full of rachamim over us. He's full of mercy because we're His children. And because Hashem is the one that takes the case, then we have access to Hashem's mercy and He forgives us for what we've done. So we say, Please bring your rachamim fast. Because we're very poor, we don't stand a chance. If not for Hashem getting involved and being full of rachamim over His children. Tehillim Pei chapter 80 starts off, A praise to the Shoshanim. Shoshanim literally means a rose, it's a type of flower. Edus, it's a testimony. La'asaf mezmar. What does this mean? What's this referring to? So the Chidah says, Al-Darach Remez, this is alluding to the Gemara and Shabbos teaches us, that Eino Olo Miskayim Ala Behevel Piem Shal The world is sustained upon the pure words of Torah that come out of the mouths of our dear children. They're innocent, they haven't sinned yet. And their Torah of our young children, that's what keeps the world going. And that's what's referred to when we say Shoshanim. They're our young roses, our young budding flowers. The children and the Eidus, the testimony, because the Torah is referred to as a testimony. Eidus Hashem Ne'amana. And we're saying, Roy Yisrael Hazina. David HaMalach says, listen to these Shoshanim. Listen to the words, listen to the Torah, to the tefillah that's coming out of our roses. Our young children, listen to it. And save the world in their merit.